Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, presented by Royant & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a seven-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, six-time winner of the Free Press Best of London, three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and the two-time winner of the Top Choice Award. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, those phone lines are open, and we'd love to hear from you at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Don't wait. Give us a call. Just got to make a little adjustment here, Steve. 682, 18 to 700. Is that Facebook a people who like us. Wow. Or I should say like me because you aren't buying into the Facebook thing. So, And it was a great night at uh, Bud last night. 6-3. I saw five of the goals because I left with like a minute and a half left. Why do you do that? Because we had it. We had it, Steve. It's five to three. The way they were playing, they weren't going to win. So I could get in my car, beat the traffic, be on the speedway to Byron and be home. But the JLC, or I'm sorry, the Bud Gardens um, empties very quickly anyways. So there's really no reason to leave early. And then you're in the lower bowl right by the exit. You just kind of come out and go. So So, like, why are you getting on your seat early? Yeah. I just, you know, the the crowds, the people who want my autograph and that, you know, I just trying to get, you know, get out before I get hassled on the way out. So you can't, you actually, you're worried about causing a, uh, a bit of a backup uh, on the line because you can't get your head through the door. <laughs> no. Well, listen, I went to the hematologist department for my annual blood doctor, Dr. Kovacs check. And I went to the receptionist and I put my, gave him my card and said, I'm here to see Dr. Kovacs. And she says, you're on the radio. And I said, yes, I am. She probably says that to every single customer to see what they'll say. And yeah. maybe just, yeah. Yeah. So, so hello to the receptionist at the hematology department. So. <laughs> Please don't feed his ego. Yeah. Please. No, it's no ego. Hey, no. Well, uh, <laughs> It's Valentine's Day on Thursday. Just reminding you, Steve, what's your big plans? You know, Annette won't be listening. I don't know, Peter. Oh, well, you know, if you need some tips from me. Okay. You know, know, we can talk in the break and I can give you some. Probably it's better that way, right? Yes, exactly. Some of my good tips. Yeah, your great tips, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. really good in that department. And our songs this week, which I said last week I was not good at whatsoever. How'd you do? How'd you do? Is uh, Pink Floyd. Right. I picked another brick in the wall. Yeah, and, and you built a wall around you and finished last. last that's okay. right. All right. And so then what, what did you pick as a topic for well, this Well, you know, some people don't have success on Valentine's Day because, you know, they try to do it right, but it doesn't work out. So I picked uh, breakup songs. For next that's Saturday. Just, that's just really kind of sad, right? <laughs> well, not really. It's, it's reality. This is a real, uh, what do you call a live reality show we're doing here? Is so, it? So that's reality. Okay. So we'll see. You know, I'll, I'll see what your plans are and I'll tell you whether you'll need number two. I see. So. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll give that some thought. Um, and what, what we, I understand you're, uh, 
doing a little training, try, trying to get a little in shape. Oh, here shape. we go. Yeah, yeah. I am. Oh, um, wow. You know. So you're riding a bike inside? I am. Yeah, I'm starting to uh, I put my bike on, on the trainer, and I'm starting to get some mileage in, yes. And that, Andrew, he's watching the Taylor Swift concert while he's doing no, it. I just I put <laughs> something on the television to make the time go on faster. So Closet Taylor Swift fan right here. No, so I go to Netflix, and what can I watch? Is there any, is there any uh, concert on I can find? So I'm flipping through trying to find a concert, and yeah, Taylor Swift was there. So yeah, I plugged in the Taylor Swift concert for... And the 40 minutes I was riding and then turned it off. And you're all over me about Supergirl and you're watching Taylor Swift, so. Do you really, really need an answer <laughs> to that, honestly? I don't watch Supergirl. I watch <laughs> The Curse of Oak Island. Supergirl's commercials are hot. That's what you keep saying. I do. Well, if I could turn it on up here, I would. But. Anyways, if you want to know what I'm training for. Go ahead. I'm, uh, I've. I've signed up for the uh, bike ride, the Ride for Cancer in Toronto on the weekend of June the 6th. So that's so, from Toronto up the escarpment. To Hamilton and then uh, Hamilton to Niagara, yeah. So two right. days, 200, and 200 kilometers or something, yeah. So do you want, do you want me to bring the tow rope? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Help you no, up the just, escarpment? Just the defibrillator, that's yeah. all. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're doing that. And you're doing that... With uh, Danny Cassidy and uh, Andrea Reed, Toby uh, Dodwell, uh, yeah. uh, and I, Paul Newman signed up as well. So there's there's a few people that a few people on the service experts team that have signed up. I'm trying to encourage my uh, my brother Jeff to to come along with me in support of my brother Dave, who was just recently diagnosed. So I'm I'm working through that. Well, yeah. if Jeff signs up, I'll bring Dave. Will you? Okay, I'll uh, drive down and be there. So. All right. Well. We'll work on that. Uh, well, let me check is a Supergirl <laughs> schedule there. You know? No, I'll be there for sure. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, you can give us a, the phone lines are open. So give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Yeah, Comfortably Numb, that's what that song's making me. That was picked by Jamie. So Jamie's feeling comfortably numb right now listening. I listen to that song and I go, really? How how can that song? Another brick in the wall and that, and I finish last and Jamie finishes first. Well, who who picked Floyd in the first place? And then, uh, Richard. Was it? Okay. Yeah. And right. Richard finished fifth. Okay. Dark Side of the Moon. Anyways, it is what it is. Now, we had when we, we had a board meeting on Thursday night, and um, Jamie had a question that had come from a neighbor. And um, what was the question? The question was, um, I've been told not to cover my air conditioner, 
because it will get moisture in it. And Jamie was asking, well, when you leave it wide open and it rains and it snows and you get freezing rain, doesn't it get moisture in it? That's right. So wouldn't covering it stop that? Yes, it would. So it keeps all the moisture and the sleet and the snow and the ice and everything. So ice dropping off eaves, all that stuff, it helps keep that out of the air conditioner. And, you know, you put it on early enough and you don't get the leaves, you know, from the trees falling through and, and accumulating in the bottom of that base pan of that air conditioner as well. And I think what they was talking about was the moisture is sweating. Right. And that's when you wrap it in plastic. Yes. Duct tape it, make it sealed tight. Bungee cord it. And now it can't breathe. But a proper cover will be a little bit short, will be a little bit loose so that air can get up in there and swirl around in and keep it all dry. Well, they are snug. They're not really... No, it, loose. No, that they won't blow away. Right. The yes. wind won't get underneath and lift And there's it a strap that usually fits underneath the line set so that it keeps it in place. But yeah. yes. Yeah. But, you know, with, with all that rain we had, mm-hmm. you know, mines protected, you know, runs off, doesn't get into it. You know, the wax coating on it looks beautiful in the spring when I take that cover off. And then you wax it again. Then I wax it again. Yeah. I'm thinking of getting a special coating like I did on my car. Is that right? That I don't have to wax it. It will be just perfect. It just will beat off the rain yeah. all the time. So, so obviously we recommend covering air conditioners. Now, unfortunately, Godfather of Plumbing, Dan, and Jamie, two-time gold medalist, had a little problem this week. Oh, did they? There was a car accident early in the morning in St. Thomas Mm -hmm. that took out the hydro. So they didn't have power. They didn't have power and they had backup sump pumps. Okay. Battery. Right. One, the battery was good and charged. And the second one, not so good. Not so good. So who was the recipient of the not so good battery? Because Dan had this happen once before. So. Yes, he did. So I'm thinking Dan's battery is okay. Yeah. Dan's happened when we were in the playoffs for curling and he had to head home to solve the problem. Right. Uh, but Jamie, Jamie's battery didn't last and, and he got a flood in his basement. That's unfortunate. Now I think, you know, you tell me if I'm wrong, but I think we mention a lot on this show to <laughs> check your sump pumps and check your battery backups, you know, make sure they work, pull the float up, make sure. Well, especially, you know, we, we, we started getting people to think about it last week because of the melt we were having and a lot of some pumps are going to be running. So okay. it's important that you check those because once the weather turns mild and the frost comes out of the ground and the snow starts melting, uh, there's a lot of water that um, will be coming. So if you have a sump pump, I'm going to remind you again, you know, make sure that it's ready. Make sure that it's functioning. If it's, if it's dry, it's never had water in it before, it doesn't hurt to put some water in there to make sure it, it is going to work because you just, you never know. Yeah, and, and you'll never know if the backup will work because your sump pump below will always start before. So you may have to lift the float up to get it to pump out the water. And, uh, you know, but I guess when you're the two-time bumper music champion of the Inch by Inch show, you're spending all your time checking your songs. You don't have time to check that sump <laughs> pump. So. so, Jamie, you know, if you need that done, give me a call. I'll gladly pop over and... And fix that and up. And check that up. For okay. You. So, 
Um, we had a question come in. I'm glad that Jamie's going to take the heat off me for not doing the maintenance on my water heater for this. Uh, uh, I, I think that's on page two. Oh, here. Okay. Yeah. Um, how often should I change my humidifier pad? Uh, we reckon, well, it depends. There's two types of humidifier pads out on the market today. There's a soft pad, which you run in your house, and there's a hard pad. So a soft pad, um, can actually, it, it wicks some water. So it has some, it can hold more water than the other pads do. And those soft pads, you're going to have to replace them twice a year because they will calcify up in about three months. And then uh, once they calcify up, there's, once they become hard, they're not, they're not doing their job. So you should always buy two per year of the soft pads. Uh, the hard pads, you can get away with only using them once a year. Depending on your water. Like if you're in St. Mary's where the, the water is really, really hard. Once a month. And, and it's not going through the, if you don't have a softener, you're, you'll be, you might not, you're going to have to just keep an eye on it. But if you have that hard water as they do in St. Mary's, you should be on a softener anyways. And a lot of people are saying, you know, I want more humidity. I want more humidity. The, the bypass humidifiers, um, We'll, we'll do the average home, but if people want to be able to control that humidity perfectly, they really need a steam. And steam humidifiers cost... Uh, they're a couple thousand dollars. Right. So, and, you know, they really need maintenance done or there is a problem. Well, the new steam humidifier, uh, there's a, they've really made it a whole lot simpler. There's a canister that is replaced and... Um, but that's all part of the maintenance. The canister is replaced. The technician checks it, makes sure the voltage is good, is is good across it, and they just check to make sure that there's no uh, deposit on the on the nozzle. But it's it's a pretty basic maintenance on a steam. But um, regardless, humidifier, whatever humidifier you're using, you're going to need a maintenance done on it. So uh, normally, one once a year for the humidifier pad. Twice a year for a soft pad and steam, it's definitely a maintenance done every single year. Well, just to check, you have to check the canister, yes. Yeah. How often should people get duct cleaning done? Well, you should you should answer that question, Peter. Well, it's every three to five years, depending on uh, conditions of your home or right. like me, it's Pets. every two years. Yeah. For a while. And then, um, but every two years, uh, I have a dog and I need that done. But three years, we say, start looking at it and usually by five years. And, and what I say is if you're vacuuming every week, what you're vacuuming up off the floors and the carpet and so forth is laying in your ductwork and just picture that building up. Right. And then over five years, it's usually enough built up that it really needs but to be people cleaned. are under the misconception sometimes that the, the air traveling through that is going so fast that there is no buildup, you see. So then they don't realize that they just think that it stays clean and your filter stops it from circulating around the house. But they don't understand that if there's a ductwork inside is smooth, but every now and then there's a there's a ridge or something. If there's a ridge, then it'll accumulate to that ridge. Right. And when the dust starts flying back and the furnace shuts off, the dust falls. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't get picked up again when the air starts up. So as that dust keeps falling, it, it builds up. It accumulates, yeah. And if it's your, you moved into a house that's, you know, let's say my house is built in the 40s, I moved in. If I don't have the ducks clean, I'm living with everyone who used to be in that house. 
All their dead skin cells are in the ductwork, you know, so I could have. So that if you're buying a new house, then you're recommending that you should get the ductwork cleaned. For, for sure. Even a brand new house. Because if you clean that ductwork, that ductwork will stay cleaner for the rest of the life of that home. But there'll be coffee cups in there. Could be a wine bottle if the supervisor came by and they shoved that under. <laughs> you know, there could be magazines in there. We've seen in old homes money, you know, and then after we do the duct cleaning, the people go, oh, I had some money stored in there. And I go, well, it's shredded now because we, it shreds going through the machine. So, so there's lots of, lots of stuff in ductwork. Now the new machine doesn't shred, right? Uh, it depends which, where it goes through. Okay. You know, if it, some of it will get plopped and then it goes through all the filters and back out, but. It, by the time it gets back there with the skipper ball and the uh, octopus, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty well split. Chewed up? You'd have okay. to spend a few hours trying to put all that money back together. Okay. Tape. So you'd probably do that while you're on your bike riding. Yes. You know, watching the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. So. At least it's not Supergirl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Steve. Um, why would we have condensation? Well, yeah, what's my cutout time here? Yeah, why did we have condensation uh, building up on the windows inside the home? You're gonna only get, you're gonna give me two minutes. Oh, to I'm this gonna question. give you to start, and then I'll cut you off. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you got to hurry up, or I'm gonna cut you off. Before uh, you're gonna, you start. you're gonna cut me off anyway. So why don't we just answer this question? We get back from break because it's it's not that simple an answer. Okay. It takes well, and I'm going to leave it when we come back from break. I'm not even going to be in this room, and I'm going to allow you to answer that question. If that's okay, I'm going to I'm going to leave. I, I have so much faith in you. Okay, uh, so we'll be back. Uh, but give us a call at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two, or one eight six six three five four eight two five five.
That's uh, Money by Pink Floyd. That was my selection. And? I told you I wasn't going to speak. Okay. Well, I got a treat for you. <laughs> so, you know, next time you leave the studio and then you come back in. <laughs> uh, I didn't think I would get back in time, Steve. <laughs> I was glad I did. Thank you, Andrew, for that uh, little bit of humor. Uh, yeah, plumbing. A <laughs> little bit of plumbing. A little plumbing there. humor, yes. Okay. So back to the question, the question about condensation on windows. So it usually happens in the wintertime, and the reason it does is it, as it gets cold outside, there's a certain amount of moisture that's in your home. And in the summertime, you know, we support a lot of moisture in our home because the relative humidity in the air goes really, really high. And your air conditioner is designed to take that humidity out of the house. In the wintertime, however, though, you have still have moisture because all the wood in your house has moisture in it. And as it gets colder outside, the air outside is very dry. So the colder it gets, the drier the air. So what happens is it it starts to, your, your house starts to dry up, but we're making our home so efficient these days that moisture gets, it's trapped in there. And because it's so cold outside, it'll just start, the dew point drops and you start to condense on your windows. So... New homes are really notorious for this because they've got a lot of moisture. There's moisture in the concrete and the wood and all the building materials. And then you move in and they basically, they wrap all that up in a, in plastic and they make the house airtight and that moisture, they'll have condensation problems on their windows for the next 10 years if they don't put in a ventilation system. So, um, some people live with having to wipe their windows down all the time and, and they actually, they'll start to get some mold growth on the bottom of the window. It's just, it's, there's ways to fix that. It just means ventilation. So if they were to crack their window open a little bit, that, that all would go away, but that's not very efficient to do in no, the winter time. Minus 50 outside. Right. So we recommend a product called, um, either HRV or they, they now have cold climate ERVs, which are designed for our climate. And they are designed to get that moist air out of the house and replace it with drier air and actually help balance out your humidity level in your house so that it's comfortable and you don't get condensation on your windows. And and running your fan air movement can help. Circulation is very important. It. You know, it, if you're pulling the humidity out, it helps. But if you're not, it can just make your windows sweat some more. Well, and you need also, I've seen lots of homes where they've got the, they got the, the really nice Venetian blinds and, and if you can't get air past the window, it's going to get condensation on it. So circulation's key as well. Keeping, uh, if you've got those Venetian blinds, blinds, you should always just leave them slightly ajar so that you're going to get some air going past that glass to keep it uh, more tempered. Or leave it wide open so everybody can see what you're watching on TV. Yes, or As leave it wide by. open so, so people... Do you, do you yeah. stalk me? Do you drive by my house all the time? It's a 2,000 square inch television set, <laughs> so I just have a chair I just to put out and try and watch what you're watching. So are you the one who took the hat off a wooden flurry? I did not take Flurry's hat. No. Okay. Right. I've got my own. But okay. if I didn't have a hat, I'd take the hat off Flurry, wear it, and then put it back on before I left. Gonna have to get a camera out there. Take a look at who's taking flurries out. So don't live with moisture on your windows. Call us and let us come in and have a look to see what we can do for you. Thank you very much. I was glad I was available for that. It was, that was excellent, Steve. Thank you. Top notch. Okay. The other question came in, which this is a big one, because a lot of times in the winter we decide to do this, is renovations. Right. 
and it says, uh, we have been doing drywall in the house. Would that hurt the furnace? <laughs> well, yes. Uh, it So there are strict rules with, um, with furnaces. Furnaces can't be construction heaters. So hence the new home again, they can't use your, they can't use the furnace to be the heater, to heat the house, to, to allow the drywall to dry. Um, contractors are supposed to provide a different heat source. But in a case where the house is already there and you're doing an internal renovation, sure, you're going to use the, you're going to use your furnace to heat the house. But it's important that you would, you know, seal off those cold air returns because drywall dust goes everywhere. And just make sure that you've got a good filter in place because when you're, if you don't, all that drywall dust is going to get through and it's going to hit places on the furnace which are very harmful, like the, the heat exchanger, the blower wheel, the uh, con- the evaporator coil for the air conditioner. All those things are bad places to get dirty and are expensive to clean. So keep a filter and you're going to have to change that filter often because you can't see drywall dust on a white filter, but you'll notice when you take it out, it'll be much heavier. So just... If it doesn't look dirty, just do yourself a favor and change it regardless. Yeah, you'd almost be better to put a new filter in every day of the renovation if it's a one-inch filter. Right. Because, yeah, it will protect the furnace and allow your furnace or your house to stay warm. Yep. Uh, If it was a four- or five-inch filter, I would say you might be doing one a month while you're doing that renovation to make sure that everything is working properly. Um, because I was surprised how many plug filter calls we got during the last couple of weeks. Now, we've just gone from a blizzard to minus, you know, 40 degrees to rain to freezing rain, and now we're back to cold temperature. What's that do to the your furnace, your equipment? How does it deal with all that? It's, well, it's, you're putting, you're putting, interesting stresses on your equipment. Um, it's, it, it can handle it, but older equipment, it's probably going to stress it to the point where it's, it may start having some problems. So if your equipment's older, it, it may not handle that kind of stress, especially when it goes through long periods at the really cold, cold weather, and then it's easing off and then it's back to, to working really hard again. It's just, it's, Think of it as, like the human body, you know, the older we get, the less stress that we can, we can take physically. Same sort of thing for your furnace. The older it gets, physical demands on it are hard on it and it will start to fail. You know, and on the plumbing side, when it was freezing cold, we did get some water frozen pipe calls. Right. But we didn't get as many calls as we did when it became plus temperatures because there all those pipes that had frozen and had frozen water in them, weren't leaking water until it warmed up enough to unfreeze them. And then water started pouring everywhere. And we had a whole bunch of water calls at that point of things that were happening. Then, you know, got warm, they get them fixed. But whenever a pipe freezes, there's two fixes. Fix the pipe and then fix why it froze, which could be insulation, opening it up and, and spray foam behind it or moving the pipe. Off to, the wall. If yep. it's, especially if it's on an outside wall, un, uninsulated outside wall. You yep. know, into a warm area or it could be a draft. Like there's a crack six feet away that the air is getting in, funneling down and then freezing the pipe. Right. 
So there, there's always, I always say there's two repairs to a pipe, fix why it cracked and like the pipe itself and then fix what caused it to do that. All right. Cause it's, it's just going to happen again if you don't. Yeah. And then, I mean, now we're into cold temperatures again, wind. So again, if there's a, uh, a crack on the outside that's allowing wind to come in, which can just be, need some caulking or something like that. Um, you know, it really needs, so our plumbing calls have gone up. They'll probably quiet down now that it got cold again, and then they'll go up again because there'll be more pipes that will freeze. Yeah. And, and a lot of times it depends where the wind's blowing. I think this has been more of a westerly wind and we've had a northerly wind in that really cold weather. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay attention to that. Now, if somebody's got a furnace and needs a maintenance done on it, what's that cost? Well, if they're... So we, we've got, we have maintenance customers, so we've got, uh, there's demand maintenance, and then we also have people who are on our, who are on our plus plans and on our ultimate labor plan. So if you're just calling in for maintenance, you're going to be spending 139 with us. And then that will check it all over. Now there is an opportunity if you want to pay monthly that that can drop to $119. That's correct. Yep. Um, if you want to get on our monthly plus plan at that time. Yes, and our technicians will talk to you about that when they're out there servicing your equipment. And then you get 15% off repairs. You get, uh, <laughs> what are you laughing at here? Jamie Weisler. Took him a long time to respond. Could the extra moisture be from a recent sump pump failure? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. If yeah. you've got water in your basement, which is not you know, it's not supposed to be there, it can cause moisture problems inside the house. Yeah, yes, because you got to dry that all up. Yeah. And- That will take time. Yes. (laughs) Sorry to hear about your friend, Jamie. Yeah, sorry. That's terrible. Yeah, Yeah. that's awful. If they'd only checked their sump pump, you know, it would have been, but we only can say it. We can't do it. That's true. Um, You're at, you're, you're at your threshold. Am I? Yes. Really? I'm glad somebody's paying attention. (laughs) So the phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. I don't know if you guys know, but like bumper music's supposed to pick you up going into the show. Mine did. I was talking about money. That was Us and Them by Dan by Pink Floyd. Do not pick Pink Floyd (laughs) ever again. I'm banning Pink Floyd from playing. You have no right to do that. Oh, I just, that's. (laughs) Anyways, we're going to head to the phone lines and we have Sarah on the line. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, hi. I'm just wondering, uh, okay, I have a furnace within an apartment, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, it was really causing me problems, uh, wasn't working properly. Okay. So the maintenance came in and said, do you have a vaporizer? And I said, yeah, way on the other side of the room. And he said, oh, well, that could be the problem because your vaporizer... Does does that affect the filter in a furnace? It shouldn't unless the vaporizer is giving off what I'll call 
I call it white particles. So do you notice where the vaporizer is that you have to dust more or anything like that? Oh, no. No. And, and what was the issue with the furnace, uh, Sarah? Well, it uh, would, wasn't registering properly. You know, it was just going down, down. It was getting cold. So it wasn't turning on? Uh, no, that's right. Okay. It, so Yeah, at one point. So, yeah. So that's probably a more, it's, it's, it's either a control issue or a thermostat. That could, it could be a thermostat issue or it could be a, a problem with the furnace. Um, uh, okay. So it's, it, I, I've never heard of the vaporizer being a, being a problem with that. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what we thought. But anyway, thought, well, I'll is call it, in it, and ask you. <laughs> is it up and working now or not? Yeah, it is now. And, I mean, the vaporizer is still working. So, um, Yeah, the only thing that I can think of in, the, in a furnace, uh, the newer furnaces now, they have what's called a flame sensor. Yeah. And if that flame sensor gets dirt particles on it, it will sense that there's no flame on it, and it will turn the furnace off. So the only thing I can think of is that the technician was thinking the vaporizer was putting something on that flame sensor and causing that to get covered, which would shut the furnace down. But when he said filter, I'm going, hmm, I have no idea what a vaporizer would do to a filter. Okay, I know that he took the filter out and looked up and said, see, it's not clear through. And I said, well, maybe the filter's dirty. Yeah, that's right. That's what I would say. The filter (laughs) was dirty and needs to be replaced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Okay, bye. And I also just, I just got an email from uh, Sam Rizzo, who's down at Lennox, just on, sent me the, the requirements on Lennox furnaces used for construction heaters. So there's a whole um, bulletin put out by Lennox about what you can do and do not with their furnaces in construction heat. And it, it uh, specifically says a MERV 11 or greater air filter must be installed in the system. And okay. Thank you, Sam. Yep, thank you very appreciate much for that. Thanks bulletin. for listening. Yes. Being a listener, and thanks for educating Steve. Really appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, that vaporizer thing, I'm not, I mean, that's just like, in my world, that's just like a steam humidifier. Now, there was some steam humidifiers that we would get a white coating in the ductwork when they weren't maintained and looked after, but. That's the same thing, like, it's like the, uh, having, having a dryer, the internal dryer exhaust in the, in the room where the furnace was and it wasn't too piped, sometimes that the dryer lint would cause problems on those furnaces. But it doesn't sound like that would be in this case. No. So Now, we, we were, what would be the cost to get someone out to take a look at a problem with the furnace? Well, we have our, we have our diagnostic charge. So in order to roll a truck and do a full diagnostic of your home is $99. And, and in plumbing? I have no idea what it, it is in plumbing, it's Peter. It's the same. It's $99, but on our specials, we have it for $60. So you can go on and print a coupon off and get that. So same thing if you got, your furnace isn't working or you got a leak in plumbing. It's $99, but right now it's $60 for plumbing. That will get the gentleman to your door, find out what's wrong, and give you an estimate to repair it. 
but we also have plus plans for um, maintenance plans for heating and air conditioning. And we also have maintenance plans for plumbing, for plumbing as well. Yes. Where we'll go in and tag every valve as well as check everything. So I, I'm still amazed at how my um, cartridges on my uh, bathtub, since I had Dan in to change them, are like, I just turn them it, instead of trying, oh, I got to get my hand really on this to turn that. And you really don't realize how bad they are until you replace them. But somebody new coming in and checking them, and we check that on all of our plumbing pluses. We go in and check every... Every tap, the toilets, you know, dye tabs in them to make sure that they're not leaking. We do all of that as well as tagging all the valves. Right. And then if you ever have a water leak and it's coming, let's just say from the ice maker or the fridge, you know downstairs which one of those is for the ice maker and you can turn that off when you're in a panic. And so those cartridges, like are, are they, what's the cost on changing those cartridges? It varies on the cartridge. So some cartridges, like I have, mine's a wall tech, yep. so it has a washer on it. But there's some cartridges that are all complete, like a, a Moen or a Delta, and it, it varies on which one it is. But I'm telling you, if from a guy who had bad put new in, and it, you don't have to. Dan always said to me, "Do you crank it down?" Well, Dan, there's water coming out of the, and Dan goes. You know, you have about six inches after you turn it off that water's going to drain out. So don't crank it more trying to stop that because that's always going to drain out. And he was right. Now I just turn it till it gets a little stiff or a little off and shut it off. Watch that six inches of water drain out and then there's no more drips or anything like that. There you go. So the godfather of plumbing educated me. He was at the game last night too. He didn't leave early. So... <laughs> He well, saw the six goal. He would like to see Dan watches the entire game, yeah. right? He's, he's not in a hurry to get out and, uh. Well, you know, they, he, he's, he doesn't have to worry about the autograph signing and oh. things like that. So. <laughs> but he was parked beside me and we we're parking in the same parking lot now. So we're helping him out that way. Good. Good. So what, what are you up to today, Mr. Gilbert? We're coming to the end of the show here. I just want people to, where they can spot you, ask for your autograph, get you a little plug here. Uh, well, today I'm probably, I'm, I certainly am probably going to get back on my bike, um, to well, do that. Did you, did second half of the concert? No, no, no. Okay. No. And, uh, it's, I'm running a little bit low on coffee. So I, I get my, uh, we, we grind our coffee every morning. So, I get my coffee from a place in Mount Bridges called Ojo's, and I'm probably going to go out there and buy a couple of of uh, pounds of my favorite coffee. And, uh, and you're driving to Mount Bridges to buy coffee. Have you tried the Covent Garden Market down here? They have a coffee. I, well, do you know what? You you can you can try the rest, but when you tasted the best, that's what you have to do. So I'm going to go out and go see Joe and his. Uh, coffee store and I'm going to pick up a couple of pounds of coffee. Huh? Are you driving my vehicle out there? Just asking. It's advertising, marketing. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're trying oh, yeah, to expand yeah. into all those areas I and see. get people mm. to realize that Roy Inch goes everywhere and, and then people can ask me heating questions wherever I go. Am I going to get a speeding report on the 402? You will not get a speeding <laughs> report on the 402. But that's, that's what I plan on doing. So and, like us, what was that you said when you've tried the best? What is, what was your <laughs> saying there? If you tried the best, you know, don't settle for the rest. Just, yeah. 
So just give us a try in the heating and air and and you will see hopefully that we, we are, are the best. best. And yes. and we don't, you know, we don't want to brag, but you know, we are the seven time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, six time winner, the best I could go on, but it it's something that we pride ourselves on. When, when we win those awards, it's not, you know, oh well, we should have won it. It's we are really appreciative of the people who have taken the time to vote for that and allow us to win those awards. Yes. Well, Steve, that's, that's interesting. After, you know, I saw you downstairs waiting for you as you were getting your coffee downstairs and, and, uh, who was our, who's the security? Uh, Mike. Mike. And you share the same coffee. Yes. You know, so you were then the same taste in coffee and. We we won't talk about that you were the other brand that you were putting down, but uh, it was, uh, you know, I, I was appreciative. I haven't had to throw your cup in the garbage here. Thank you. So you're welcome. Yes. We've kept you talking that you haven't had to uh, it's go true. to the washroom, let's say. Yeah. And you, uh, what are your plans for the rest of the day? I'm going to go wash my car. Okay. Maybe if I got two buckets this Saturday, but I'm going to go wash my car Going to spend some time with my dog because they were coming to the end, unfortunately. So we're have some time with it, and then uh, and I'll listen to the night's game on nine eighty CFPL Global News Radio. Listen to Stubbsy tonight, and I'll probably fall asleep on the couch. Okay, watching Supergirl. <laughs> well, keep your uh, keep your. When's the last time you changed your filter? Um. Yeah, probably time to change my filter. Okay. I'll go down and take a look at that. Mine's due as well. But when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519 681 2450 or in Sarnia at 519 786 2373 or always at 186 Experts. You could go online at royinch.com, listen to a podcast of this show by hitting the inch by inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, Life is hard. Buy the yard. Buy from inch. Life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.